0: Season two of the Patent JT Podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time always gonna be the best. Come out! Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. It's Pat and JT on Twitter, on Instagram, and also on Facebook. Um patentjt.com has all the links to wherever you can find the podcast. If you haven't already yep. subscribed, do it.
1: And that is thanks to our friends at Centris Federal Credit Union. Thanks to them, here we are so you can you can thank them or blame them whatever you feel is necessary, yeah. <laughs> um, but we want to thank them. that's for sure they've been our sponsor in twenty two and now in twenty three uh still working on savings plans they've got they've actually put out some more information too. You get on their mailing list, if nothing else, you can do that. It is totally like there's there's no commitment. you can sign up for their mailing list and then then you know when there's a new blog, you know when there's new specials coming out. Um, And there was some information that came out this weekend about Certificates of Deposit, which we've been kind of talking about those different bundles and packages and ways to save some money in times where it seems like it's hard to save money. Um, So get on their website. Feel free to stop by any of their locations, of course, but jump on their website. That's where you're going to find all that information. CentrisFCU.org
0: or 4023347000.
1: So in the last 14 months, so a little over a year, we have lost some brilliant comedians. Um, and if you remember back, Gilbert Gottfried passed away, Louis Anderson, Bob Saget, Norm Macdonald.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's and, right.
1: Right. And now Richard Belzer and Richard Belzer is not one who a lot of people first think of as a comedian. I'm sure you don't either. It's a, um, no,
0: I mean, obviously, no, I don't. Law and order is the first thing I think of, <laughs> but I didn't know that he was a comedian before that
1: he actually which is kind of interesting because the first person who noted his death yesterday and i'll tell you what there were people reposting this and and going to a website that uh flushes out hoaxes about dead celebrities because you you know how you'll see oh so-and-so died and then everybody's yeah. like no they didn't they're fine and there's a website that'll debunk these things but a lot of people debunked it and then it wasn't that long after it was proved to be true lorraine newman Lorraine Newman was the first person that I saw and has been credited basically with telling the world that he passed away. And she, of course, is famous from her time on SNL and said he was one of my first friends when I got to New York to do Saturday Night Live. We used to go out to dinner every week uh, for Lobster, one of the funniest people I've ever met, a master at crowd work, rest in peace, dearest. And I'm like, Lorraine Newman. Like, wait, she was like, OG SNL, right? Yeah. And come to find out, he actually started... In comedy and there's there's a whole long story about his whole life um but he decided to take a risk and go try out for an audition at the village The village voice had promoted it right in new york city and he got it and it was a it was like some kind of a sketch comedy type deal and he gets the sketch comedy bit and that ends up being turned into a movie and then the movie ends up having for for his first movie chevy chase was in it
0: not bad for a first and movie.
1: so Right. And so he's in it also. So they're both just starting out. Um, and it was just kind of interesting. The groove tube, that's what it was called, like the early 70s or something when this came out. I don't know. But uh they say that the groove tube was the inspiration for Saturday Night Live for Lauren Michaels.
0: Groove which, tube. That's funny. Never heard yeah. that for.
1: And um it, it it is just it's like this whole story of how he got to Saturday Night Live. But the weird part is is on Saturday Night Live, he never actually made the show with a regular part, but he was um a cold he did a cold open you know how they have those little sketches that they would do at the very beginning before they have it no mm-hmm. it's saturday night you know okay so he was sitting in the news desk where chevy chase usually sat and pretended he was chevy chase i'm oh. chevy chase and you're not that whole thing <laughs> yeah and the phone rings and it's chevy chase in a, in his bed sick calling him up and saying what are you doing you know mm-hmm. and this back and forth between these really young comedians that nobody really knew and Steve Martin was part of that crew and there were some others that were all part of that crew that you would recognize. And they were all moving forward in the sixties, seventies into the eighties starting to get movies and he wasn't getting movies. And so he started pushing a little bit harder. And next thing you know, the part for detective Munch came up and detective Munch was his, they said longer than any other character in television to one character. So Kelsey Grammer was mentioned in that breath and, uh, Oh, I can't remember his name. Arnes, uh, Gunsmoke. You know, that was always credited as being a long-running television show. Um, but anyway, Richard Belzer, and I did not know this either, played the part of Munch. And he ended up being on, let me find the exact number here, um, like nine different shows as Munch. So it started on Homicide, okay, Life in the Streets. Great show. Then Law & Order SVU and Law and & Order. Trial by Jury, The Wire, 30 Rock, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, The Bath, The Beat, The Beat, The Beat, the Beat Arrested, don't know that one. Arrested Development, The X-Files, he played Detective Munch on each one of those shows. That's
0: awesome. That's that's super cool. I didn't know that. Isn't that? Yeah. Ten different
1: shows. Ten different shows. Yeah. So kind of interesting. But they said he passed away this weekend in France at his home, um, which actually that's kind of an interesting story, too. He was doing it for like eight minutes. He did a TV show and he was the host. And he had Hulk Hogan on one of his episodes and had Hulk Hogan do a sleeper on him because he I, thought it was fake.
0: Yeah, I saw that. You remember I, that. I remember I remember seeing clips of that. And I mean, in the last 10 years or so, I've like got remember seeing that. And he was like, oh, my gosh, dude, what are you doing? He, he and he put him out mm-hmm.
1: and he fell or he dropped to the ground like a rag doll and hit his head. And the doctor said an inch or two either way, he could have died. Um, and so he ended up suing Hulk Hogan. hmm. And he got like $500,000 and that's how he bought his house in France.
0: That's am- amazing. I didn't know that side <laughs> of it though. That's crazy.
1: Isn't that nuts? Yeah. Um, and I would love to tell you what his last words were unless, you, uh, of course, you may have to beat me here.
0: Okay. What okay. Is?
1: This was according to a longtime friend of his, his name's Bill Shaft. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> and he told the Hollywood Reporter, lately he had had a lot of health issues and he said his last words were, F- you mother
0: <laughs> wow, okay <laughs> I will that is But they noted. said the reason why he
1: did so well In the part that he was in his munch Is because he had such great comedic timing And that dry sense of humor He was able to de- deliver those lines what a, what, a, what a great
0: gig. You know, people actors go and they have to play different they not have to, but they play different characters all over the place. I wonder if it's easier or more difficult to be the same person all the time like you never get a stretch. You never get to stretch your muscle bone or whatever. Uh, your acting muscle. Acting yeah. muscle. Um, or if it's if it's like, well, this is cake, man. I got to be the same person forever and it's easy. I wonder
1: cuz he, uh, he obviously liked the character. Yeah. Um, and I think when he Somehow, I think Lauren Michaels had heard him on a radio show somewhere and said, who is that guy? I like his cadence. I like how he talks. Let's let's see if we can't get him for this character. And that was how he was discovered. Um, And then also one other little little weird, little synchronicity. New episode of Law and Order SVU. They're in season 26, episode whatever, two. I don't know. Came out last week. And in it, Detective Finn. Iced tea. somebody asked him about Munch because Munch had left the show. That's... And have you ever heard from him? What's he up to? And he said, quote, last I heard, he moved back to Baltimore, met a divorced female rabbi, and he bought back his old cop bar. It's one thirty in the morning. He's probably cracking a joke to some bar fly. That skinny bastard had a punchline for every second of the day. Whoa. That was just last Thursday.
0: Almost like something you put on somebody's obit.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. And that was about Detective Munch but that yeah. was
0: about him too. So wow, I just thought that was all just a lot of neat shit. Goosies. <laughs> Total goosies.
1: Right? So sad to see that. And just 78 years old, but like he said, he had had a lot of health issues. And so he had passed away. And then on the other end of the spectrum, you hear about Jimmy Carter going into hospice at 98. Mm-hmm. Just, last, just last month,
0: since the first of the year, I believe I've seen him stuff on him out on site still building, doing stuff for how, Habitat for Humanity. So it wasn't, it's happened fast because he was still out working it.
1: Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he. they just put that out this weekend that he, after some some short hospital stays, blah, 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 he's decided to spend the rest of his time with family and receive hospice care instead of additional medical intervention. And they just asked for privacy, which I thought that was really cool. And then, okay, you want to hear a weird little story about Jimmy Carter? Yeah. I can tell you one. So his mom, remember Miss Lillian was his mom. Did you ever hear about Miss Lillian? Mm -mm. So she was kind of pseudo famous and his brother was Billy. Remember Billy Bob Beer? I do. Billy Bob. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, just what a family, a cast of characters, right? Um, But Miss Lillian had nursing, she had a nursing background from that small town where she was from. Rosalind Carter's family was from the same area. And her family was really good friends with the Carters. And Rosalind was delivered by Jimmy Carter's mom.
0: Whoa, that's weird. Like three
1: years after Jimmy (laughs) Carter was born. She was the nurse that, she was the house, whatever you want to call her. She was the the home nurse that helped deliver. Well, her son was three years old at the time and and ultimately delivered his wife as well. (laughs) And one of Lillian's sisters was named after, or no, one of Rosalind's sisters was named after
0: Jimmy Carter's mom. That's cool. I mean, that's a small town. Oh, small town. Small town. Small that's a small, girl, t- small town. <laughs> that is a small town, right there. The epitome of small town.
1: <laughs> so I thought that was kind of
0: cool. Too. Yeah, that so is like. very cool.
1: Um, other news. I'm sure you saw the news about Kelly Pickler's husband.
0: Yeah, so sad.
1: Man, I mean, and they've been married for a while, like 10, 12 years. I think
0: so. Yeah. Yeah. That was shocking.
1: He, he had taken his life this weekend. Um, and yeah, there's no indication as to history or background or that I saw. Um, you know, just, I see stories about Kelly Pickler and you, you know, dancing with the stars and American Idol and, you know, you see all that stuff and how she met him. Um, but you don't really see anything talking about, was there any other signs? And they said like the day or two before he was celebrating, cause he had some new songs coming out. Um, he was super excited. He, he'd had songs come out like Garth Brooks did one of his songs, more than a memory. That was one of his songs.
0: Oh, it was. Um, yeah, I love that song. he
1: wrote that and Garth Brooks, uh, was a co-writer on that, but he worked with Garth Brooks on that and he'd done trace adkins um who else was it jody messina was on the list tim mcgraw was on the list you know just tons of people had recorded his music um i i don't know wow yeah there, there's no other indication about that but awful for her I and mean, yeah. you think about her history
0: mm-hmm. yeah what was right. it her her dad was in prison yeah she had I, she was I'm pulling from what they i remember from um idol yeah she had a really rough childhood wasn't like her mom disappeared so, yeah you see the mom disappeared up, or dad just one of a fam. one of the parents was out was gone and then the dad, was, dad in jail. was in prison yeah
1: and she ended up with her grandparents mm-hmm. right
0: yeah and I, then yeah. i
1: think after american idol she i don't know if they reunited but she did see her dad again but i don't know that she's ever I, I didn't see anything about her mom anywhere which i've got wow
0: yeah, that yeah, tend to
1: have that happen.
0: Yeah, I feel terrible for her. That's it, just awful, and it's just so scary that if you see somebody on, just like with Twitch, the day before he took his own life, dancing um in front of a Christmas tree with his family, and then next day he just he's he does it. It's it it's scary.
1: Baffling is what it is because nobody, if there is anything that was going on, nobody has nobody has an opportunity to intervene because mm-hmm. they think everything's fine.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And you have no way That's of, you have no way of getting that out of them I mean, you just have no way, no way of getting to them to help them.
1: No, you wouldn't even think to say something. No, nope. you wouldn't even, wouldn't even think to. So those are the, those are the big stories that I had seen this weekend that, that popped up. And I mean, there's, there's obviously some others. I think there's a, if you're a Facebook honk and you want a blue check mark, it looks like Zach's going to start
0: following Elon and charging for it. It's like what does that even mean anymore? I was thinking of I was thinking about that this weekend about the blue check mark just random like something came up on I saw it on something online. It's mm-hmm. like now that you pay for it, what all it all it's do, doing is showing people that you're paying for your blue check mark because it doesn't really it, it you have to be verified still, correct? If you pay for the blue check mark, you still have to verify that's who you yeah. are or the business is who it is. So
1: it does give you that. But now yeah. you pay for it as opposed to waiting for the random, yeah. oh, we might give it to you. We might not.
0: Mm-hmm. So um, so I wonder how they, and I think when this first came out, we talked about it and didn't know. So like uh, people that already are verified, do they have to now start paying or they'll lose the verification? I've
1: seen some that were like, what did they call them? Old, um hmm. Legacy verification or something that they gave them that credit, and I don't know if that is across the board. Mm-hmm. If you had a blue check mark, you keep your blue check mark. But I have seen some that were were designated as legacy blue checks, so you didn't know. So they weren't paying for it. But then you can hover over the ones on Twitter and see if they're paying for it. If they've been given it because they're notable, uh, if they're legacy, what the what the deal is. I don't know how Facebook is going to handle it. But twelve bucks a month, if you want to, uh, twelve to fifteen bucks a month is what it is for Facebook.
0: I don't care. Not, not worth it. <laughs> I don't care. Not, maybe for a business, it's worth it. Not worth it. I don't care. I, you don't know. If, don't.
1: You don't
0: <laughs> I don't want you to know it's me then. I don't care.
1: I'm good. I'm good. Um, and let's see. Then the other one is a very local story. But if you are in school in Weeping Water, Nebraska. You're going to like this story. Flatwater Free Press, which, by the way, I get their emails. I love them. Those guys do such a good job. There are a lot of writers that used to work in other places and they got cast aside by the corporations and they've united and they do a fit well we had them on our show
0: Mm -hmm. yeah it was great very interesting
1: so they wrote a story what do you feel about a four-day school week and apparently weeping water is jumping on the bandwagon
0: i think the kids will think it's awesome the teachers probably think it's awesome but the parents having to find uh, daycare maybe for an extra four days a week a month maybe an issue but right
1: I That's didn't. what I was thinking in my mind. Okay, so if you're going to do a four-day school week, do you do Monday off or Friday off? Well, you can't do Friday off because if there's Friday night activities, you kind of want that, that mm-hmm. Friday day to, to get pumped up for stuff.
0: Yeah, I would think Monday.
1: And if you do the Mondays, yeah, exactly, which is what they're doing. They're doing Monday. the Mondays. And most of the teachers look like they're pretty excited about it because they don't have to spend their Sunday doing plans and grading papers. On the weekends. Yeah. I'm like,
0: oh. I I get it. Yeah, for sure.
1: Good point. But so there are, I think, six schools now. Banner County, so small schools. Conestoga, Weeping Water, Hay Springs, a couple others that are doing the four-day week. It's kind of like eight-man football player Mm -hmm. teams. (laughs) You get eight-man teams in four-day Four-day week.
0: week. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a good idea. I mean, whatever. I think it's great.
1: And they said that now you've got also high school kids that are out of school on that day, so they can babysit or do daycare in some, in some of those smaller towns. So it kind of works out that way for the parents, but these are small, you know, smaller towns,
0: but I think it's kind of interesting. Yeah. I mean, I think it's cool. And I don't think it ever, this never would have happened if we hadn't gone through COVID. I don't think it ever would have.
1: Agreed. Agreed. And I, yeah, because a lot of teachers left. Yeah. I think last year they had something like, I don't know, 800 jobs that were open and like two or 300 of them never got filled. Um, And something else too, I didn't know this either. Nebraska schools (laughs) They can do the four day week. Any Nebraska school can, because we aren't doing our school year measured in days anymore. It's measured in hours. So the four day week, they just extended it by 20 minutes a day. And they're able to meet the hours that they need for a school year.
0: Oh, so they're not
1: missing days. They're not missing time. Interesting. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. And I would have loved a
0: four day week. Oh, give me a break. Me too. That would have been amazing. (laughs) Um, (laughs) <laughs> and there are so many people now that in, in certain businesses or industries or whatever, as soon as it's five o'clock, that's it. I'm out. Don't even contact me. Don't talk to me about any work. I don't want to do anything. Teacher couldn't be more opposite of that. Like they continue in the evenings, on the weekends. Otherwise, how could they possibly get yeah. their, all their work done in eight hours a day or whatever? This gives them
1: a day to do work. That's part of their, their work week. And also for the, a lot of the families, Mondays then become like doctor days or appointment days. For the kids instead of taking them out of school to go do things mm-hmm. they can schedule all that stuff on that day off yeah. it's kind of a cool concept so yeah. i'm yeah. like i'm kind of I'm like i'm for it I'm, i think that's pretty cool i'm down with it um yeah why not that sounds good so <laughs> anywho so that's yeah that's my my pile of stuff sweet that that's... i had from the weekend and seeing no royal news i'm good with that that's okay I'm by the by friday
0: maybe we need to have it like the every friday you just put it all into a bucket and then you just poured out on Friday's little <laughs> Royal segment, right?
1: Uh-huh. There's was, there was a little bit of Royal news. Cause they had their BAFTAs, you know, the, the award show mm-hmm. this weekend and uh, Kate and Wills were there and she looked amazing. They had some great pictures on the right.
0: I did see those. I did see those. Yeah. And she
1: gave him a little tap on the butt. Did you see that one? I didn't that see little that
0: little video. Mm-mm. I didn't see that. She's tap walking the behind
1: butt. him. They go through the lineup of you know, like red carpet and all the cameras and they walk through and he kind of walks in front of her and she just kind of taps him on the butt when he <laughs> walks by her. <laughs> and everybody's like, wait, did everybody just see that? That's they, funny. Uh, it's hilarious. It's it's very,
0: <laughs> how very commoner of her. <laughs> yeah, very, very, very commoner of her. Next so thing, when he walks stuff. up the stairs in front of her, you got to stick your finger up their butt.
1: Oh my God. <laughs>
0: That'll get you.
1: <laughs> so there you go. So President's Day as it stands, federal holiday, nothing else is open, right? Right. But we're here.
0: We're here. We're here. We're here. No four day work week for us. No! Um, thank you, Centrus, again. We appreciate it. Thank you guys for listening, for rating, reviewing, and also subscribing to our podcast. Go to for all the info. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Yeah. Pat and JT Podcast. A Huda Media Production.